Welcome back to the CrossFit Math Podcast. As always, I'm Jason, joined once again by Ollie. Hi, Ollie. How are you? Very good. Thanks, Jason. How are you? I'm all right. Probably better than you, according to the things you told me this morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's, it's been a it's been a tough morning, but like I said, you you've perked it up already. So uh, thank you for that. It's all right. So very quickly, I jump in. I don't have many warm up questions for you today. We're going to get into the. Uh, the real questions it's going to be an interesting discussion we're living in very interesting times i don't know if interesting is the right word but uh, we're recording this on the 15th of july theoretically unless something happens gyms are allowed to reopen on the 25th uh, so uh, we're gonna have a little chat about what that means for crossfit bath uh, before we do that here's a question for you uh, i know you like to drink knocker what's your favorite flavor uh, elderflower elderflower yeah that 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 came quick i drink well i drink too much coffee so and and so if i chuck any more milligrams of caffeine on top of that i'm in trouble so the elderflower caffeine free so um so it's an easy one for me basically excellent i like it i don't drink that much knocko but i do drink knocko well you know we're 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 vying for a sponsorship aren't we so we're drinking non-stop i know a man and a lady could help us with that as well so what are the best and worst habits you've developed during lockdown? Best habits have been training more frequently and just generally looking after myself better. Bad habits. What are my bad habits? I, I spend too much time. It's funny, actually, that they, 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 they contradict each other by spending too much time on my phone and on my laptop, basically. So. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a bad habit we're all, we've all developed over lockdown. I, I, I feel with what happened in the crossfit sphere what's happened with like competitions and gyms in general there's probably a good reason that you're on your phone and computer quite a lot during this period of time so uh so don't be too hard on yourself no 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 but i think you know i do get notifications saying my screen time has increased dramatically which is uh more than any human should ever have (laughs) yeah exactly exactly so it was already bad before now it's even worse Final warm-up question for you. If you have to go head-to-head in a workout against Ed, but you get to program it, what are you picking? Oof. Good one. Well, I back myself on a strip press any day. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but Mason in particular. Now, Mason is, you know, he's 20 years older than me, almost 20 years older than me. So um, we've got to give him some credit there. Things that he used to love, and he would pretty much do this every other day, is toast to bar double unders and muscle up. So that would probably be his perfect workout. So I'm going to go uh, thrusters and burpees. Oh, I mean, I don't know who you're punishing if it's him or you and with that. that yeah, well, I'm workout, but... I, like a, I like a hard workout. So. Excellent. Well, now we're feeling nice and warm. That's out of the way. Let's, uh, let's dive into this discussion about uh, CrossFit bath uh, reopening. Uh, you know, again, <laughs> At the, at the moment, that's how it stands, but yeah. things are moving so quickly uh, with, with regards to the pandemic that we hope nothing changes, but you know, I, don't want, I don't want people to tweet me later saying, oh, <laughs> you said it was reopening. Haven't you heard the news? Well, hopefully, yeah, well, hopefully we open at some point. So hopefully this is all rele- relevant to when we actually open. So. Oh, that's a, a fantastic response there. Now, now we see why you get paid the big bucks. <laughs> so uh, I put out a... Uh, a post on on Instagram. So uh, if you're not following that, it's Jason underscore CFB podcast. And quite often I'll put up like little question things. So uh, get on there if you want to ask any questions when I put these out. But I basically put out a question just asking if people had any questions for you, Ollie, with regards to CrossFit Bath reopening and how that is going to look given uh, all the uh, the changes and the social distancing and, and just basically how, how do you reopen amid a pandemic? Because, uh, you know, Yes, life is sort of returning to normal, but we also know that things haven't changed dramatically with regards to COVID itself. So uh, mm. it, it's going to be an interesting balancing act, I guess, is, is the road. Be- before we get on to the questions that people have asked, so I, I just wanted to ask you, Ollie, obviously, I mean, you're, you're a father, you've got three kids at home, you've got your wife at home. Uh, you'll be working in an environment where there's lots of di- different people coming in. Who knows what they've been doing? in the day and which other people they've had to interact with maybe because of their jobs or their families or whatever. Are you at all uh, anxious about 
being back in the box, reopening, uh, or you know, do you, do you feel like, yeah, it's no problem, or you yourself, you're a little bit concerned? Um, it's a really good question, Jason. And, and if I'm honest, I haven't really given it that much thought. My, my main focus has, has, has been mainly on the experience for the members and the staff you know, making sure that, that, and so, yeah, maybe I should have spent a bit more time thinking the implications for me and my family. Um, I think look, the, the measures that we're putting in place are, 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 are not plucked out of thin air. They, they're guidelines that have been given to us um, by UK Active, by the government. Um, and I think they wouldn't, uh, and they are just guidelines, um, but I don't think we would have been permitted to open if, it was a major concern, you know, if it was, if, if, if we didn't think it was safe. Um, and so I completely understand. And, and also like, you know, for me, my kids have been going to school and nursery and mixing with other kids and stuff. So we were kind of exposed to it that way. Um, and also, you know, kids aren't, you know, on, on balance, haven't been affected that badly by it. Um, you know, I don't want to be arrogant about it, but I feel like I'm healthy. I know, I know I'm not immune to it. I know, I know it, you know, and people react to it different ways, but I think that gives me some confidence going back into the gym. Um, and, and also I trust the members to be sensible and that people don't come in, you know, if they do, they are unwell, they have been unwell, but they have been around people unwell. Um, I think if I was, if I was exposed to people that are in the at risk, um, group so, so if Meg was still pregnant then I would have you know that would be a different consideration I think if um, we had elderly parents that would be in the at-risk group um, and we saw them on a regular basis and our kids were seeing them on a regular basis and again that would be a different consideration so so yeah I, I think you know it's a it's, a, it's, it's got to be uh, viewed on a case-by-case basis and I think on balance my personal position is I'm I'm on balance okay with it. I mean, what about, what about you, Jace? What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think I'm in a similar position to you that through life in general, I'm having to have a degree of contact with people, um, probably more than I'd like. Uh, I, I am working less than I used to because I, I can work a bit less. And I feel like, well, that limits me having to kind of go and meet a lot of different people. Uh, kind of the reason I asked was actually because I, I feel like there's probably a lot of people that might still be a little bit on the fence as to whether or not they want to get back into the gym. And I think knowing that it's not a very kind of careless approach that you guys are having, like, Oh yeah, you know, we're fine. We're, we're CrossFitters. Nothing can hurt us. We'll do it. Uh, and I think if that was the attitude that was kind of being portrayed, if I was on the fence, I'd probably give it a miss because I would think, well, maybe they're not going to take as much care as, as I would like, but yeah. knowing that people are, themselves kind of yeah you know we're, we're following these guidelines we're trying to make it as safe as possible it, it can give you a little bit more confidence thinking you know I can go back and it is going to be as safe an environment as you know as we can can make it with anything yeah I, I, I mean personally I won't go to a pub because I I don't think I need to you know I can have a drink at home I can can you know socialize in different ways so that's fine obviously the gym you know, yeah, you might have a little bit of equipment at home, but I do not have access to everything you get when you go to the gym. So uh, for me, it's kind of always that risk reward balance. You know, I need to go to the supermarket. I've got to buy food. We need food to eat. So you go, you know, you're going to be around other people, but the risk reward is, you know, the reward is much higher than the risk. Like the gym, it's similar. Other things that, you know, are kind of happening now. For me personally, I think the reward isn't worth the risk, even if the risk is low, the reward is also very low. So I'll, I'll kind of give it a miss. But yeah. Without getting into the weeds of it, you know, part of our frustration about when the pubs and stuff opened before the gyms were, is like the measures that we're putting in place are far more stringent and, and, and far more conclusive than what you're going to be able to do in a pub. Um, and I think that was, that was, you know, that was my biggest gripe, to be honest, is, is we... And, and also we got lumped in with all the big commercial gyms, which are probably more at risk as well. You know, we've got more people in there. The nature of the way we train at a CrossFit gym is very different. You know, it's class-based, et cetera. And so 
um, we can manage the numbers better and and keep social distancing and, and enforce social distancing so yeah that was that was all kind of frustrations for us but hopefully i'll do i'll do my best in the next kind of hour however long we go on for to um you know and share some information and, and and i think you know this this is a great medium to be able to have that long-form conversation with people we've been trying to speak to members on a one-to-one -one basis as well but also i think we're, we're, we're trying to over communicate at the moment as much as we possibly can to give people as much information as possible and obviously we sent out an email end of last week and i think some people were you know it was an opportunity for will who you've spoken to and will's just come on board to help support the members basically obviously uh, you know ed Shax and i across the two gyms are, are quite spread and we felt like we needed an extra pair of our hands to bring somebody into who's who's not focused on coaching because you imagine when you when you coach up to 20 25 hours it's, it's exhausting stuff it's a performance right you're standing in front of people with four or five hours and then to ask that person then as well to do all the nuts and bolts behind the scene to support the members etc um, it's, it's a tough gig so we thought let's bring somebody in that has, has no coaching obligations whatsoever and every day they can spend eight, eight hours just focusing on the members and supporting you you guys and, and helping improve the communication with you guys and, and just your experience and so um, you know that, that email came from Will I think in hindsight some people because it was quite an important email that had some some important information in some people felt like it should have come from from us, come from the owners, and, and I, I take full responsibility for that. Um, but it's just an example of how we want to try and over communicate, get as much information out as we can, but not bombard people all at once as well. It's kind of like drip feeding over time, and that's what we aim to do over the next week or so. It's just because there's lots of well, as as we're talking to people and we're getting feedback from people as well things are being raised that maybe we hadn't thought about. Um, and we're like, okay, cool, we need to address that. We need to, you know, we need to think about that. And so it's kind of a moving thing. We've got a plan, we've got a skeleton, but I think we'll add to it as we go as well. Um, I, I, went, I went on for a while there, Jace, but hopefully that kind of, it just, there's some things as we've been talking that in my head that I just needed to get out. And that's why you're the perfect guest, because I just wind you up and let you go. <laughs> and I can sit back and listen. It's great. Yeah, so uh, the message room, I've got, uh, I guess some of the questions are kind of have sprung from from that email as well. But I mean, as you said, it makes sense that if someone's dealing with that, you know, the message comes from them. Probably because it's sort of the first one, it was a bit of a, well, but uh, I guess when that becomes more the norm, it, it makes sense. And obviously he's not speaking you know from him from himself he's just relaying the information you've you you guys have given him yeah. and then um and not making not making an excuse but there is a lot of stuff that needs that is going on behind the scenes we only found out on thursday so we were like right let's get something out you know myself personally i was coaching for six hours on friday zoom and then in the evening as well and you know just just being able to delegate to that we'll make sure something got out because if that hadn't gone out we wouldn't have got an email out probably so yeah. You know, but like I said, not making excuses. I think yeah, it was the first one. Should have, should have come from us. Um, but yeah, just it's just an example of how we're learning and trying to figure out how how best to kind of move through this. And, and uh, it's it's going to be completely new. And, and I think again, it's really important to point out that, and and we understand as well that the gym as we remembered it for the next couple of months is going to be very different, based on the restrictions that are being put on us not because we want to have those restrictions but we have to be covid compliant and therefore we have to change the way we operate as a business hopefully just for a short period of time and you know it's, it, some things are going to be better some things are going to be great other things are going to be we're just going to have to tolerate it for a, a, a period of time um like like we have to in society you know wearing face masks in shops and, and other uh, other restrictions we just have to get used to that to that new normal and uh recognize that we're trying to do it for the greater good of the company and making sure that we're you know we're protecting one another basically and i think at this point people would rather be yeah obviously in, in, in a perfect world things could go back to normal uh, but i think you know people realistically would rather be in there with certain restrictions than be at home anyway so you know, it, it's better than nothing right and at the moment we've got nothing <laughs> so better than nothing is always better than nothing 
Um, but also, Jace, everyone is going to be very different. You know, like you said, rightly said at the beginning, there are going to be people that are just going to come back and they're just going to be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I want to, I just want to get stuck in. I want to get a barbell on my hands, etc." There are going to be some people that don't feel com- comfortable coming back and they won't come back. Um, and then there will be a big group of people in the middle that are kind of unsure at the moment and they probably want to just see how things play out and, and, and what it looks like because we can, we can, we can share as much information online, et cetera, and, and do podcasts you know, ahead of time but until people actually get in there and experience it, it, it they won't know. And so, um, so we recognize and we understand that as well. And, and I would say just to, to, to the members, that if you're unsure and you're on the fence, just come in. Come and have a, do a session, you know, see how, see how you go, see how it feels, you know, and then, and then make a decision based on that, not, not anything that's kind of pre-communicated, basically. So. Yeah, I mean, and, until people are in there, even you guys, that you've got kind of got all the plans in place until you see it in action, and then you can tweak it and adjust, and, and you know, you'll, you'll have a, everything's great in theory, right? But until you see it in practice, it's never, it's never really nailed in, is it? Uh, and one other thing then, because you, you kind of mentioned that you're still speaking with people, things are still in flux and changing. So, you know, we're recording this a, a good 10 days before gyms reopen. Uh, there's a good chance that within the next 10 days, uh, there will be some changes. And, and, you know, it might be something that we say today isn't, it, is, it doesn't happen or changes in some way, but, you know such is life i'm sorry guys <laughs> that's that's the reality big priorities for us we're covid compliant we have to do that we have to make sure that it's safe and people are protected and then we're going to try and make the experience as optimal as possible based on those restrictions and and, and that's that's the way we're 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 rolling with it basically yeah nice so i'm, I'm going to go through the questions that have been sent in uh, and, and what i thought i would do is you know i i've got my own questions but yeah. Some of them are, are kind of linked to some of the things other people have asked or, you know, at least linked in, in, in a way. So what I thought would be better than kind of doing my questions and then their questions is we'll just go through the questions kind of in order of how they've come through. Uh, and I'll add some little bits maybe I'd like to know or if anything doesn't seem super clear from, uh, from either the question side or the, res- the response side. Uh, and we'll just go through it that way. Uh, so they're not in any particular order, but I am going to start with um, Big Tony's question just because he's the only one that sent it in through Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so it just means I can close Facebook and go to Instagram afterwards. So Tony's asked an interesting question because of, I guess, the the way it, within the email it talked about us kind of having our little area to work out in. Yeah. Uh, so he's just asking about the rig. Uh, yeah. He says, will we be able to use the rig? It seems a bit inefficient to wipe it after every touch unless we're assigned a specific station. So do you guys have anything in, in plan for how we're going to use the rig? Yeah. Okay. So let's start about, let's talk about that then, just the format basically and, and how the it's relevant to the, the rig. So as you, as you, as you come into the gym, um, so everyone will stay outside. Everyone will come into the gym and you'll go to a station. There'll be 12 stations basically, and they'll be, you know, socially distanced, three meters apart, etc. So you go into your, and the equipment, majority of the equipment will already be there ready for you to use basically give or take say for example some dumbbells you might need to get some specific dumbbell weights um and uh you, know, you might need to change a barbell out you might go to a station that's got a female barbell and you might need to change it for a 20 kilo barbell an eight kilo barbell um and i think that's an example of we're just gonna what, what we don't want to do is we don't want to lose a load of time during the class where people are going individually to go and get kit we can make it as efficient as possible and the kits there available for people and that saves us time kind of messing around and, and making sure we can spend more time training basically um, so those areas are laid out there'll be a walkway system etc uh, and and it will make it you know almost near impossible to use the rig initially with those restrictions and so we think based on the time that we've got for a class, et cetera, that it's not realistic that we'll be able to use the rig to begin with, basically. Um, and so we'll just go with barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, a- a- anything you can use. Same with warble. We probably won't have any warble, which you'll be pleased to know, Jace. I don't think you're oh, going to be... Oh, what uh, a shame. Oh, uh, I don't know if I am coming back now. <laughs> and so these are some examples. You know, handstand push-ups against the wall will be difficult because these are all things that are going to be difficult for us to maintain social distancing 
while a class is going on. I think after a couple of weeks, once we get into the flow of it, we'll be able to start looking at how we add those things. And, and, and I think there are ways we can get people to the rig and back. We've talked about EMONs, for example. So you could do like an EMON where you're on, you have got your own station. You clean that station down because after every time you use or touch a piece of equipment, we're going to have to clean it down and that will be provided for everybody. Um, but I think there's definitely ways. What we want to try and do is keep it as simple as possible and as safe as possible to begin with. And then as this thing evolves, as the R rate comes down, as infections come down, as the death rate comes down and things to start open up, we can then start expanding what we do at the gym, basically. So, so hopefully that answers Tony's question. It's not completely out of the question. And then it's not something that we're just writing off, you know, because we see the value of that. And it's definitely something... You know, lots of people would joke about missing the assault bike and the and and the barbells, etc. But the rig as well. Not a lot of people have not had access to a rig or rings, etc. And so we're, we're mindful that we want to start getting you know people back to using that. I think we just need to get an understanding of how we get people to the rig there and back, but also cleaning in between. Because if you imagine as well, um, you've got let's say for example, there's a workout and it's thrusters, pull-ups, and rowing. If you've got to clean a rower down, you've got to clean the barbell down and you've got to go and clean your rig station down, which might need a box underneath it, et cetera. You, we're struggling to, to, to fit that in the time we've got to, to, to clean. So, and and um, I guess from a format perspective, we're going with 45 minute classes because A, we're going to have five minutes for everybody to clean their equipment down and, and make sure that it's... Uh, uh, yeah, clean, and then there's a 10 minute transition for those people to leave the next class to join, so there's no crossover. Um, so we're limiting the amount of people that are in the building at one time, but also the staff are going to have to clean down touch points in between classes as well. So, um, you know, we'll keep the doors and windows open just because it helps with ventilation, but it's one less touch point that people have to. To, to touch as well but things like the sinks in the toilets they will need to be washed down by the staff the reception desk if people have touched that will need to be wiped down so there'll be certain touch points in between classes that will be cleaned every time by the staff and then the members will clean their own kit um, and obviously that takes a bit of time so the class will be on the hour 45 minutes five minutes for the, the members to clean their kit down etc Everyone will leave class. The the coach will to clean the touch points and then bring the next class in, basically. So, so cleaning is going to take on a whole new meaning in in CrossFit boxes around the world. Yeah, and and and, and to be honest, you know, we recognise two things that I would say were our weakest points: our way, the way we communicate, and um, the cleanliness of the gym at times. The cleanliness of the gym was partly because we were not allowed to get external cleaners into the gym and, and we're talking baths specifically now but we've never been able to get external cleaners in because the football club said that they weren't happy with the security risks that that would add so if we're getting people that are coming into the gym that aren't employees of crossfit bar um which are massive and they were like well and we've been paying the football club for them to do it but they've just the, the truth is they've not been good at doing a good enough job and it's infuriating and actually now this has forced us to allow them to let us have external cleaners come. So um, it will, the cleanliness of the gym is going to be night and day. Like it's going to be, and I'm really excited about that. And, and, and you know, there's one benefit of COVID, you know, there's one positive to come out of COVID. Um, but if you imagine everyone's cleaning their kit in between classes as well, that's going to stay, that's going to, you know, stop the, the floor is going to get mopped every single day, um, deep cleaned, massive deep clean on a Sunday as well. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, the place will be the place will be fresher than ever. Um, that being said, and we get this question asked a lot as well, is are we still moving? And yes, the plan is we still do want to move. Um, the unit that we had found and we've been working on with the council, the council basically said when COVID kicked in, the council basically just stopped everything. Um, they got that whole portfolio, the whole estate, of their properties that they have and they were just like right we're going to review it um and so we don't know where we stand with with that unit anymore um that being said i think with a lot of businesses now going virtually and potentially giving up office space um and the council have taken a massive hit during uh during the the, the pandemic i think there actually be more opportunities for us to move into spaces because they were very very restrictive up until now it was almost near impossible to find a, 
a unit that was um, that was um, you know appropriate for us. And like I said, you know, and I'm you know I'm forever the optimist, Jace, as you know. So I uh, could be delusional, but I, I think there will be more opportunities to uh, move move like you know moving forward. Um, but. But just just to know that I, just, I think that's just another thing to address. Just to know that we the plan is to still move, like Twerton Park. We're not settled there. We still don't know what the, where they're going to get to with their planning and their redevelopment, etc. Um, and we we've always wanted a place that's ours and a, a place that we can do whatever we like to it and behave however we want, etc. And uh, so yeah, hopefully that answers a few more questions. And I'll take a breath and let let you speak for a little. Well, that does. So I've just jumped up a question now because that that does answer um, Sam sent in that question, actually asking if there was any updates on the location. Uh, but he also followed it up with, will the football club still be renting out the the facility? So um, obviously, you know, we had the you know, the the bloods twice a a month, and then occasionally, you know, a, a reception or whatever mm -hmm. you know, they were they were doing. Uh, obviously, with I mean, the current situation, is that something they're still doing? Yeah, so from a football club's perspective, so their playoff, they actually started playoff games this Sunday, um, but they are only permitted to go into the changing rooms and then out onto the pitch, so they won't actually be coming into the building at all. Um, and what we've tried to do is keep our space, we are, well, we have to, from a risk assessment uh, perspective and a health and safety perspective, we have to keep our space completely separate. So we'll likely only use like the Randall side of the gym. So the, the, you imagine where the cardio equipment is and usually the, the mm. we, we probably won't go into that area initially um, just because then we can main, we can contain ourselves to one side. Now with smaller class numbers, it shouldn't be an issue. We've, we've laid out 12 spaces and there's plenty of room. Um, so, so that means that we don't need to worry about anyone from the football club coming into our space. We're completely accountable Bloods have moved up to Lansdowne, so they're going to go up there, and and so we won't be disrupted by Bloods for for at least the foreseeable future. And I don't think that they are taking any bookings at the moment for functions, etc. So, um, and and it, when they start to, they we're going to have to have a conversation around them keeping to one side potentially because we can't have that cross contamination, etc. From a, from a, like I said, a risk assessment perspective. So, for, so from that perspective, yeah, again, it's kind of better for us to be honest. So less restrictions on us, a bit more freedom. Yeah, hopefully that's answered Sam's question. It makes sense. And I guess with the cross contamination thing, like you know, again, when you talk about not all gyms are equal with the the CrossFit gyms, you've always known who was in. So there is also that you know exactly or like something happened on Friday, right? On Friday, there were these classes, these people had booked in. We know exactly who was there. Right. If somebody holds a, you know, whatever function, do they have a record of every single person that walked in there? And, you know, so I, yeah, I get why, you, you know, it's given you some good cards to play that are not your choice, but look, this is what government wants. So it's giving you a little bit more uh, power in the negotiation, I suppose. Um, Mocket asks, will there be open gym slots? So open gym is, is, is definitely one that's yet to be finalised. There will be open gym slots. Um, and we are probably going to limit that to when open gym is rather than when a class is on. Again, I think there's, an, there's a potential to have like an open gym slot during classes under the rig potentially but initially i think that might be difficult again just from social distance and perspective and cleaning etc so yeah yes there will be open gym probably not when classes are taking place but that is to be decided because you know and i've been speaking to the guys that like to do open gym and getting their perspective and if there's time between four and five where they can do some open gym before a class then i don't see that being a problem we just need to make sure that we've got the correct risk assessments and, and they're, they're cleaning the equipment down, et cetera. I can imagine it will be the same as if they, um, if they were doing a class, to be honest, they'll have their box, et cetera, what it looks like and their equipment will be in there. I think we need to figure out what the process is for people getting additional equipment in there if they need it. That's not the same as a class. Um, see so all these things we have to have a bulletproof kind of plan for just to protect people, make sure that we're, we're COVID compliant. Um, and yeah, and I think 
you know, the predominantly, the predominant, you know, our business predominantly is class led and we want to be people engaged in the community, but we do appreciate that there are quite a lot of people that, that want to, that want to do their own thing. And we want to encourage that. We, we don't want to discourage that. Um, but it's just trying to find out solutions and, and, and figure that out based on the timings and the space and all that sort of stuff. So, um, so that was maybe more of a um, loose answer, but uh, like like I said, we'll, we'll have a definitive answer by the time we open. So on that, yeah, I mean, I I would imagine from what you said and kind of the way I would envision it is it's almost like you book in you book one of the squares, kind of like look here's one yeah, of the right. zones you can book this zone and these are the times available, and yeah. obviously if there's a class running then those those zones are kind of already booked but if there's yeah. no class theoretically there's 12 spots <laughs> that are that are open that could be booked in sort of thing. Yeah. yeah precisely and it's like how long can you book those open gym because obviously a class will be 45 minutes but a a open gym slot could be longer so it could be 90 minutes or just depending on what time it is in the day and uh, etc so that's um so those are the things that we need to iron out this week basically uh, and, and like i said i've been speaking to spoke to a couple of people yesterday and got their feedback from it. I try to understand, try to understand people's training patterns and, and what they would want to see and what they would like to see. And everyone's been, you know, amazingly supportive and understand the restrictions that we, and the, the challenges that we face, but we still do want to work with the members to understand how we can kind of please everyone and, and, and um, you know, make sure that people get the training they want to get. I mean, and you know, you can't please everyone. So <laughs> that's the, the unfortunate reality of life, isn't it? Derek. Yeah. Derek asks, what will the training program look like? Uh, will it be similar to before with sort of the block training? So, I mean, maybe that's a question for Shax. I don't know, but. Yes. Yeah, question for Shax. I think obviously um, one, one of the benefits of this new format will be allow us to be more, um, expansive in the programming that we do with regards to you know we've always talked about this dream scenario where we know everybody has got a bit of a cv kit and you don't have to if you imagine we've only got let's say for example we've got 12 to 14 cv kit spots available if you've got class over that and a lot of the time we have um we shacks has to manip can you say you have to manipulate the programming slightly to make sure that people are kind of staggered etc whereas this in this scenario everyone will have the kit that they need on their station ready to go basically so there's no so he'll have a lot more freedom with that regard now obviously there's not as much freedom because there's certain areas like the rig that we've mentioned that won't be available um, but you know, Shax, he loves his progressions. He loves his periodization. So there will be an element of that for sure. And I know, you know, Derek's definitely, as an example, has got felt, you know, um, felt the benefits of, of that progression. And, and um, you know, it's something that is at the heartbeat of Shax's program and will, will remain for sure. Um, but like I said, I can't speak for him. So um, I'll let him confirm that. But it will um it will be a bit more structured than just doing the the wads like we've been doing in um in the outside stuff but um i think it's it's again it's just going to be a learning process really um and figuring it out and yeah and i'm imagining you know barbells for at least three months unbroken because uh of how much we've all missed them so that's what i'm, I'm there'll definitely be a barbell bias for sure a, a bias it won't be just barbells but yeah there better be the ratio will be much higher as the ratio has been much higher for Dumb body, belt, weight, body weight and, and monostructural stuff so yeah uh, jake asks a really interesting question um will face masks ever be required seems like their use is becoming more widespread mm. so I, I mean i don't know if there's been any if you've had any communications in regards to face masks at all or or not but um no i mean we we talked about this before didn't we and obviously the press started uh, announcing yesterday that face masks were going to be compulsory from the 24th um if if they ha they're not compulsory at the moment um if they extend and, and then they're talking specifically about just shops and they've said where it's not practical 
like restaurants and cafes, etc., you won't have to wear a mask. I would say wearing a piece of material in front of your nose and face while you're trying to exercise and breathe um, at 160 beats a minute is probably not practical. However, we need to protect people. And if people want to wear a mask and they feel more comfortable wearing a mask, then, then they're more than welcome to. And we've said that to the staff as well. Um, and we just have to do, we have to play our bit for society and we have to play our bit. You know, that's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. It's going to be more challenging for sure. But again, we can factor that in with the programming and stuff as well. We need to be sensible about it. Um, I think, uh, yeah, so, so we've not been, there's been no advice that we have to wear masks. But I mean, that's not even been technically at this point as we're talking, that hasn't been announced by the government. That's just been pressed it's been kind of released in the press etc so we're still waiting for confirmation on that um and yeah i i think yeah we have to do what we do we have to do what we're told and we will continue to do that we're not going to go rogue and ignore any advice that's been given to us so yeah makes sense yeah you you mentioned it about the the programming how that could and and I, that's exactly was was my thought is that you know if you're forced to work out with a mask maybe you just have to change the way you you work out so that you can kind of still again something is better than nothing maybe you can do something with a mask but you can at least lift it it will make it harder but people just have to recognize that and the coach has to make sure that we're you know making sure that people realize that if you are if you have got a mask on your face you're gonna have to go slow and you're gonna have to take your time you're still going to get the benefits because actually it's going to make you you have less oxygen to put to your working muscles, etc. And although you might get, you might not get the fastest time that you probably would like, you're still going to get the metabolic um, improvements that you're looking. For. It sounds better to me, actually. Go slower, but same results. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, all right. Let's just go with it then. We're going to force people. To... If if masks are required, are we going to get CrossFit bath masks? Are we going to? <laughs> I think we should definitely. Yeah. People see you out in town, out in the shops. I mean, hey, I said three months ago, if somebody, if somebody wants, if somebody set up a face mask business right now, there'll be a rich, rich man or woman in the in a in a few months' time. And lo and behold, like you know, I think Meg went on Amazon last night to try and buy some face masks, and they were like literally all sold out. So luckily, we've got one of the mums at the one of the mums at the school. She makes them, so she she's made us a couple, which is. Uh, it's great so it's it's a just a, it's a new form of fashion it's you know <laughs> you just wait yeah uh, and um, you know it's actually let's let's not even go there with that no. not even go there so um our good friend sam laroche from uh bear walden he, he's just asked a, kind of in a, a more generalized question of of how has the how will the guidance about the way we reopen um affect or change the way then that classes are going to be run so I think we've kind of touched on that a lot, but um, is, is there anything that we sort of missed on basically? I mean, I suppose there are things like uh, one of the, the things we mentioned when we talked about the Zoom classes was that tactile feedback that we can't get yeah. anymore. And I'm assuming that's still something that we're not going to be a- able to get. I don't know exactly what the restrictions are. Well, Alex, Alex been constructing some like, uh, like, Oh, so some some poles with a hand on it, you know, a little glove on the end that we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't think we'll go quite that far, but um, I think the the main thing for me is, you know, it's more than just a gym. We all know that it's it's a place where we congregate and get together and forget about the world outside and 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 you know socialize ultimately. And that won't be possible you won't be able to hang around for half an hour before a class and after a class, like on the sofas, like just hanging about. People are going to have to come, train and leave afterwards. And so that social aspect will be lost before and after class. Now that's not, you know, there's nothing stopping you from, it's not like, it's not exactly a big space. There's not wrong with you speaking to somebody like next to you or in the corner or, you know, and the groups will be smaller as well. So it'll feel it'll feel very communal and very tight and, and it will be great. You know, I think that dynamic will be great. Um, but before and after class, it just won't be possible to, to hang around basically. And, and what you do outside the gym is entirely up to you. You know, you're more than welcome to leave the gym and hang around in the car park like you did with your podcast last week. You know, 
people can do that and you know we obviously encourage people to do that but actually in the gym in the four walls um we'll have to bring people in together um and then we'll have to escort people together just to make sure that we're complying with um you know with, with the regulations basically so i think that would be the major that'd be a major difference um other than that i think once you're once you're in the middle of a workout it's going to be exactly the same right you know um yeah i think i think the being forced to have smaller class numbers has actually been a really it will be a plus side for us and um i think people are obviously concerned about having to book and and um whether there'll be enough spots for classes etc we have lost like almost over 100 people from the gym so that should kind of even itself out a little bit and it might mean in, in some occasions you might have to go to a class an hour earlier or an hour afterwards because there's just no slots in a certain time which i appreciate is going to be difficult for some people and that, that is going to be probably i think that's going to be the, the the most challenging thing we've we've not wanted to bring in a booking system just because we never had one and people like that flexibility to just turn up as and when they can but on the flip side of that having been forced to do it what it will do is it will allow us to have control the numbers it also give people a bit of accountability to actually come um you know if you're booked in for a class you know you have to cut on those days where you're like oh i might not bother today if you know you're booked in you're more likely to to come and so it will increase people's um you know attendance as well so so yeah i think they're the two major things that are gonna affect just the dynamic in the short term anyway like we're we're starting with 12 but we'll extend that out you know and to to 14 then 16 as we go um but initially we have to keep it with 12 just because that's the amount of place spots we can get in the gym and maintain social distancing basically yeah the 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 comment about like classes being kept to 12 and, and you know obviously means some people you know won't be able to go to their class i'm i'm thinking you know back to the classic 8 p.m class if we got 12 that was a big class <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so i was like oh maybe we'll be all right if we still go at eight it's going to bump your numbers up, isn't it, Jim? I know, yeah. It's all those people that can't get in at six anymore that are getting pushed down to down to eight. That's going to be a bit, yeah, a bit of a shame. Is there going to be? Because I saw there was a, a comment for like for the key workers that there's going to be that you guys are going to try and do something to make sure that they're able to get in. Yeah. Um, but then I guess I would expand that to because um, we're going to start booking over Wadify. Um, mm-hmm. So I had a chance to have a little play around with that. I know the members at the bridge are very used to using it. Uh, now, I mean, this is probably going to sound a bit condescending, but I suppose there are going to be certain people that booking over Wattify is, you know, they can do it in their sleep, no problem. So as soon as classes become available, bing, bang, boom, booked up. Uh, and then you're going to have maybe some members that are not as tech savvy and it's going to be a little bit more challenging for them. Uh, is there the danger that they're just not going to get into classes because they can't book themselves in or are you guys kind of going to be on top of that, making sure that there is a a, a nice balance to the classes and it's not just going to literally be first come first served. Mm -hmm. And, you know, certain people kind of seem to always be on the outside. Yeah. So a couple of things that we need to uh, fresh out. We still need to confirm Um, total attendance. Do we just let people attend as often as they possibly can? We want to do that. Um, we might have to limit to four or five, which is still probably more than most people train, but that might be something that we have to introduce just in the short term. Um, hopefully not. We're going to see how it goes, especially because the membership is so much smaller than it, it used to be. Um, so that's that's one thing that we need to decide, and we will decide in the next couple of days. Also, we need to decide how much, in, how far in advance can you book for class? So, you know, is it 24 hours? Is it four weeks? You know, I don't think people, anyone knows what they're doing in four weeks time, right? So 72 hours, maybe 48 hours, something like that seems logical, maybe. Um, that's where I'm kind of biasing to, but it still needs to be confirmed. Um, and also, if you cancel, what are the implications of that as well? We don't want to have any penalties or anything like that, you know, especially as we start, especially as we start getting going with it, you know. And, um, and so I think, yeah, there's some things that we need to confirm and, and I think that we're considering. Uh, and we're not kind of naive to, uh, and, and I think again, I've, we've said this before in previous podcasts. Like there's 625 CrossFit gyms, and the majority of in the UK alone, and the majority of which all have a booking system and have always had a booking system. 
And therefore, this isn't like a new problem for us. It's something that all gyms kind of face. And so I'm speaking to a lot of my peers in terms of what they do for best practices, et cetera. So that is, that's things that we need to, we are considering basically. Um, and then from a key worker, we, we obviously understand that some people just have no idea what they're doing from next one day to the next. And they don't want to be that person that's constantly canceling classes because work has pulled them out. And so we're probably likely working on like an overflow space. So there will be one space and it will always be free that if somebody can just come ad hoc, they will, um, they will be able to slide into basically, you know, somebody makes a mistake and hasn't booked thought they booked. Okay. No problem. Like there's an extra space over there that you can go to. Don't worry about it. Just don't keep doing it. You know, it's the same. If you have the same people repeating the same offenses all the time, then we have to need to have a conversation with people. But we trust the members. We we trust you know people to use their initiative. We have a great bunch. We we generally mean that when I say that we have we have a great community, and so we're putting a lot of responsibility on them to just self-select and and you know be sensible about these things. So yeah, I think that's you know, and I think it's it's a really important thing. And I think, like I said, this will be the It'll be the most challenging part of this transition right now and again it's another justification for for will to support those people if they're struggling to book into classes we've got a point of contact that can walk them through it and help them through it you know and and, and you know that is he is there to support the members that is all his all he has to focus and worry about doing basically and so um so yeah and, and i think you know the, the members the the, the members of the bridge, although they've been using Wonify, they haven't been using the booking system. So they have the same challenges there as well. They, they've used it from a workout tracking and a payment system, but they, we've not introduced the, the booking system. And so it will be a learning curve over there as well. And I think across the two sites, there will be slightly different. Um, we might have to tweak it slightly just based on the layout, but on the whole, it should largely be the same system and the same process i think across the two sites so okay does that answer i think i answered everything. i think so yeah yeah i mean and again you know when, when you talk about like class sizes and how many classes are running it, it is easy easier to keep an eye on on those kind of things and, and know you know yeah who's who's kind of trying to sneak in and take that free spot every week or who's you know and also again that's where knowing your members you you know who the key workers are you kind of know what everybody does for work so you understand that it, it, it just gives you again it's that difference between you know crossfit bath and fitness first or some you know big global gym that's just swipe in swipe out and we never speak to you and who knows what you're doing the rest of your time there is a there is a proportion of people jason came to our gym and joined our gym because there wasn't a booking system because there weren't those restrictions and they could just turn up when they wanted to and so you know that has gone from them that was a, that was a real benefit of coming to the gym and so i and i understand that um and that and we you know, you know unfortunately the booking system is not like i said it's not something we implemented because we didn't want to rock the boat um too much based on the, the you know what we've always done um, but we have to do this. We, ha- we we can't just, you know, have 12 spots and see who turns up first come first serves. We have to have a booking system, unfortunately. So um, I think it will, there'll be a lo- long term, it will be a real plus point, but in the short term, I appreciate it will be, you know, it will be challenging for people, but we're here to support you. And we want, we're not, you, we don't expect you to just figure it out by yourself. We, w- we want to help you through it. And, um, you know, it's not going to be perfect when we, when we're not going to, people are not going to get it right straight away. It's a learning process, right? And we need to all just be empathetic with each other and help each other and support one another through the process, basically. Yeah. I, I mean, I go back again to my my kind of viewpoint of it, it, maybe I, you know, initially I joined CrossFit Bath because I didn't want to have to book in. Um, and then now I've been stuck at home for months, not being able to do any training there. So, you know, if if I get the opportunity to go back, but it means I have to book in, maybe that's not my ideal, but surely it's better than, well, I'm stuck at home and I can't do anything booking in or not. Uh, and I mean, you guys are making a lot of changes that you're being forced to make as is everything else in life at the moment. So I think we're getting used to what we used to do, being able to kind of finally go back and start doing those things again, but we're not allowed 
to do them the way we used to do them. And, you know, and we, we get that. And that's, I think people are becoming accustomed to that. Whether or not you think that's a good thing that people are becoming accustomed to that seems to be a, a hot topic, but regardless, we are. Yeah, it's, it's challenging for everyone. Everyone's got, you know, life is stressful as it is, right? And then to chuck all this on top of it, it's, it's difficult for everyone. And, and we all just need to support each other. And, and, you know, that's one of the things I'm most excited about getting to the, the box. And even just the outside classes, like with you guys on Friday, it was amazing. Just Just socializing and chatting with you and, you know, it's you 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 think you missed the box and then you actually start seeing people again you know i really generally love these people and want to be around these people more often and so um you know i am excited about it i'm excited to see everyone again um just on the on the classes just while it's on my head i don't know whether you've got this question but the timetable is most likely going to stay exactly the same certainly for the bridge in bath we're going to add an additional 6 a.m class on a tuesday and thursday so every day there will be a 6 a.m class a 7 a.m class 9 30 10 30 class um, i feel like i can hear tony celebrating in the corner yeah, just now. yeah. yeah well it's, it's it will be important especially as um you know that, that still means that 24 people can come through the door in the morning before work basically um, and i think that's really important so so we're getting eight o'clock back as well, I'm guessing. In the evening, yes, yes, yes. So Fine. we'll go back to the normal timetable. Um, we have to, you know, if I had my way, I'd, we'd have classes every hour all day, basically. But what we need to be mindful of as well, when we do the scheduling, it's balancing up how many people we think will attend, but also like not overworking the coaches as well. Because, for an example, on a Monday, if a coach has to do five hours of coaching back to back, like I said at the beginning, it's a performance at the end of the day, and you've put your heart and soul into these people. Um, five hours back to back is a tough gig. And so what, we, what we're going to do with the scheduling is a coach will do that first hour. So Ed or myself will probably do the first hour on a Monday and Friday. And then the coach will do five, six, seven and eight back to back. So, and four hours is still a you know, tough old gig. Actually, with the 15-minute break between the classes, that will actually give them a bit of respite in between to just reset, get themselves ready. And so I think the coaches are going to have more energy to, you know, to deliver as well. And, 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 and just on that as well, we've, one thing that we've what well, you know, the benefit of COVID as well is we've communicated as a team more than we ever have done internally as well. We want to improve our communication externally to members, but actually internally as well. We've, we've communicated way better than we ever have done. And, we're more aligned than we ever have been, I think. And so um, I'm actually excited to see, you know, hopefully you guys see that on the gym floor and your experience from a coaching perspective and just a general experience as a member as, as a whole. Um, I'm really pumped up and excited about what we can kind of deliver moving forward. Um, so I suppose one question then that is not a question that I particularly care about the answer to because it's not something I've done. But I know uh, a lot of people used to really like the like the Saturday steam and the team workouts and things like that. Is there any plans for what's happening at the weekend then? Uh, you know, obviously, I'm guessing team wads are something that's going to be a little bit. Yeah, so that's a good question, Jason. Uh, so w w one addition to the timetable probably will be more weekend classes um, because we won't have that scenario where you've got big 9 9am big 10am class where we've got big team throw down you know and again that's you know when i was talking about the, the dynamic people love that dynamic some people stay a million miles away from it because it's just too crazy for them um other people love that vibe and, and also they want to train on a saturday so they have to come to that time um so i i envision there being kind of at least one or two extra classes on a week weekend day as well just to make sure that everyone can train on a weekend as well as the open gym slots like we've had before as well. Um, so weekends is something that we definitely need to just iron out and get, get right basically. Okay, good. So a final question then that will lead on to just maybe a, a final line of thought or a kind of line of reasoning comes from uh, Linsa uh, and she asks, um, will you keep the zoom sessions going after the gym reopens? Yeah. So, um, what and I, I kind of alluded to this in my own training at the beginning you said you asked me what was one of the best habits and it was training consistency and I think part of the reason for that is I've got more comfortable training at home 
I've found the flow and I've found the process. It's not the same as training in the gym, but it's better than nothing. And it's convenient, right? I can step out of my door, I'm in my garden, do a few arm circles, and I'm into a 20-minute AMRAP, you know? Um, and that's something that we think we want to continue and encourage. Because um, I think the perfect scenario for me would be to go and do a wad three or four times a, a week, maybe three times a week, do a running or a couple of running sessions and also do a couple of at-home workouts in my garden. You know, it's probably different in the, in the winter, but if people got an indoor setup, then, then ideal. Um, and so, but, so I think long-term, we actually want to try and keep it going. In the short term, we will keep it going. Maybe not as conclusive as we've been doing it. So it might be like, a, I think we're, vi- we're kind of working towards maybe a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday morning and evening zoom so just one in the morning one in the evening um so people can keep that up but also do a at-home program so you've got the one of the day that is at the gym but then you've got an at-home variation as well monday to sunday that means that you can if you can't make it to the gym that day but you can train you have got like 45 minutes to train you can do you can jump in a workout and it's going to fit into the rest of the programming that's happening at the gym um, and I think that will be a good scenario potentially long term as well. You know, in the short term, it's important because we recognize that people don't feel comfortable about coming back to the gym. They're nervous about coming to the gym. Um, and I would say to those people, just come see the procedures we've put in place. You know, no obligation to commit to coming back. Just try a class, see how you feel. Um, and then, yes, and so we, we, we recognize that some people just aren't able to get back to the gym right now so we want to continue to offer it but then also is it something that we can do sustainably long term that um you know we have the resources for that means that actually people will go from maybe only training twice a week because they could only make the box twice a week to actually training four times a week because they can do you know two two wads a week and then two at home workouts um and i think that on the whole you know ultimately we want to support people with their health and fitness not just in the hour that they have at the gym, but outside of it as well. And what more can we do as a, as a gym and as a community to support those people? And I think having some at-home support is definitely something that we want to try and maintain long-term. So um, I waffled on a bit there, but yes, they are. Not as, you know, it's kind of like what we did with the, the it'll kind of mirror a little bit probably what we're doing with the outside classes at the moment. So we transitioned from Zoom we reduced some of the Zoom, did some outdoors. We'll probably take away the outdoors, you know, keep the Zoom, and then we'll migrate into inside and, and have that. And it's just trying to figure out the balance, basically. And, and a lot of it will largely depend on numbers and how many people are attending Zoom classes, et cetera. And obviously, scheduling from a coach. I think Shaq said, and myself will probably pick them up initially and take that pressure off the coaches to deliver those Zoom classes. Um, but again, we just kind of got to figure it out. We think. You know, and based on speaking to people, we think we're going to come up with a solution, but that solution likely will change based on how it goes. And that's, and you know, hopefully people have seen how we've been able to do that and adapt to that during lockdown. You know, when we started the Zooms, we had no idea what the uptake was going to be like and how the community was going to respond to it. Um, and we've just evolved and, and been fluid with it and listened and communicated as much as we possibly can um, to make it as optimal for everyone basically and like you said we won't we won't please everyone but we'd like to think that we pretty much get eight out of ten there you know so yeah i, I suppose um if you know if, if there was a vaccine and life was returning 100 percent to normal it'd be reasonable to think well perhaps we're just going to drop the zoom classes and return to kind of how life was before as you said there are going to be people that we still want to train we still want to support the box we want to do everything we can but for, you know, I live at home with my very elderly mother who is uh, extremely high risk and I don't feel comfortable going into the gym, but I still want to train. So having, the, you know, the Zoom there for these people is, is really going to be beneficial. And I mean, I'm also, you know, looking at you, you look at the news and you see kind of local lockdowns happening in different places and a flare up here and there. So I think having the the infrastructure in place that if, you get very short notice told right gyms are closed again for x amount of time you're already you know you've got the zoom 
running it's much easier people are already used to it so it's kind of easier to sort of say all right guys immediately we've got a solution in the meantime yeah. um i'm guessing at some point there's going to be a call to recall kit that was lent out yeah. because i would assume we'll need that at the box mm -hmm. is that happening soon yeah, I think it will be. You know, that's again something we need to flesh out. But it'll probably it'll be next week for sure. Um, you know, and um, we just need to get the right process and the right system for that. But one thing we we've been going back and forth, and what we're kind of very aware of is those people are not able to come back because they're shielding somebody, or you know, they just don't feel comfortable. If we ask them, if we take their kit back. Um, you know, kind of left in the lurch a little bit, but in the same breath, people in the class aren't going to be able to use that equipment. So I think what I would probably encourage is those people that have been borrowing a kit is to probably, and you are likely going to continue to train at home on a regular basis. It probably makes sense to start, you know, grabbing your own kit. And a lot of people have done that anyway. Um, but we will need the kit. Unfortunately, we will need the kit back in the gym because you know, ultimately we're going to need it for the classes, et cetera. So, so there's a balance there and, and um, you know, but, but we, we're, very, we're acutely aware of, of that situation and just trying to figure out what, uh, with all of this, Jace, we're just trying to do the right things for the right reasons, basically. Um, and as you've said, you're not going to please everyone, but we're, we're trying to do our best to work with everyone on an, on a one, on an individual basis, basically. So. Uh, so yeah hopefully again that answers your question we do we will need to kit back we'll try and leave it as late as possible you know but we will need to clean it and get it all ready etc and so that might you know based on our schedules and when we're going to be at the gym getting prepared and stuff that will you know might we might need to get it on thursday maybe friday um yeah we haven't, we need to just need to flush that out decide do you know when so obviously from saturday from the, the 25th gyms can reopen are you is that the date that you guys are planning to reopen or you're aiming yes. for Sunday or yeah yeah no absolutely and so um my plan at the moment and it needs to be confirmed again um is having classes all morning so potentially starting at eight going right through to kind of 12 one o'clock um and the idea is we will put on bacon rolls or hash brown rolls if you're a veggie um, and coffee, et cetera, after the class. Um, so in your groups of 12, when you finish, you can leave, but there's, you know, there's coffee and bacon roll and people can stand around socialize in the car park afterwards, basically. Um, and so yeah, I think that's, that's the plan that I'm going with at the moment. Um, you know, people that aren't obliged to hang around, that will be all complimentary from the gym. So no one will have to, you know, pay for any of the, the bacon rolls and, and, and coffees, et cetera. But I just think it would be a nice opportunity for people to hang around and have that social interaction and catch up after the class. Um, and you know what it's like naturally. You, like you, we've seen it with the outdoor classes. You guys at eight o'clock have naturally, you know, booked together and tried to attend the same classes. And so if we can help facilitate that, um, you know, outside of uh you know outside of just a class and um yeah that, that's where i'm going with it anyway so yeah that's the plan so watch this space then that that's what we're, we should be looking out for and i guess that saturday opening time will be unique for the the 25th and then it will shift into the whatever's going to be the standard yeah and i think only because i think there probably is an opportunity to have some open gym on a weekend as well and so therefore maybe it does make sense to have a couple of less classes um and have a bit of open gym time um, and also maybe a bit of open gym time before that as well. Um, I think we're just being a little bit more restrictive on that open gym, maybe even just for the first week, just so we get our heads around stuff and how it works and stuff. So, and we'll be working with the members to try and figure out that solution and, and make it as optimal as possible. Okay. And so I guess the final thought would be then um, if I don't, I don't want to say people are unhappy, but I mean, if, if people see things and they think, uh, you know, this doesn't seem right to me, maybe, you know, perhaps this little change or that, 
they should feel free to kind of send you a message approach because you, you you know you've mentioned a lot there's been a lot of back and forth on communication uh, and i think some of us are very quick aren't we when we see something to say hey ollie look you, you said this but for me that's you know i i, I don't like that that's not going to work out for me at all i'd much prefer this and i think there are other people uh, probably maybe even a majority of people that are like well this is what you've said i wouldn't dare counter it you know kind of thing but people should feel free to at least let you know maybe their concern or their idea or something they've seen that perhaps could you know something they may have even seen somewhere else and said oh, i saw that this other gym were doing this and it worked really well you want to say embrace the feedback would that be correct 100 percent. i think you know and um and without that feedback we don't get better we don't make improvements and um there are you know sometimes we get some silly suggestions but um you know, I think we will always do what we can within our power to take that feedback on and, and apply it. And, and there, I'm always, you know, I know I know what the issues are with the gym. I, I, I do know, like we've been doing this for like 11 years. I, 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 some of them I can rectify and some of them I can't basically. And sometimes there's financial implications. We just can't afford to do certain things. Sometimes it's logistical implications. We just can't do it. Sometimes it's staffing implications. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's always, you know, there are always reasons for it, but I think this is a new, this is a new beast. Right. And so I don't, I haven't got experience in this new situation and format. And so feedback is actually going to be more important now than ever, basically. Um, and so, you know, people should feel you know, we see it as feedback we don't see it as criticism no there is there's the it's not criticism it's feedback you, you're feeding back to us to try and improve things and that's all we want basically we want to deliver the best possible service possible for people to get the most out of their health and fitness and be happy you know and so um we we, we need that feedback and i would encourage people to, to send that feedback and if you would rather send it to me personally um, you can email me at ollie, O-L-L-I-E, at crossfitbath.com. Um, you know, that, that doesn't go to the generic CrossFit Bath email. That would go directly to me and only I can see it. So if you want to send me something privately, you can. Or you could just do what Jace does and bug me on Instagram and Messenger, which, yes. is, which is a better way of getting hold of me because I'm more likely to respond on there than an email. So. Yeah, don't don't reveal all my secrets, Ollie. You know? <laughs> all right. Well, I I hope that we've answered. I think we've 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 spoken a lot. For you've probably answered quite a lot of questions people had. Is there anything that you wanted to share? I see you looking at your whiteboard of ideas. Yeah. Is there something we haven't mentioned that you're annoyed that I haven't asked because you had an amazing answer ready? Uh, I'm never ready for your podcast, Jace. But um, no, I think. That- we covered it all i think i'm sure there will be a couple more but yeah i'm I'm sure there'll be more and if people are thinking why didn't he ask this um remember i asked the questions that i was sent so if you're annoyed that i didn't ask your question next time send me your question i mean that's the simple answer isn't it that's how i uh... we should probably do jason just not put any announcements out whatsoever we just go look if you want to know what's going on you have to listen to the podcast and that will bump your your uh following up at least five listens that way <laughs> so that'd be nice <laughs> yeah all right well thank you so much ollie it's been a fun morning by the amount that your phone has gone off i know that your your crazy morning has not ended <laughs> but, um, so i'm gonna let you uh, get back that's to just my whatsapp yeah that your WhatsApp. That's, sorry mate yeah i'll turn it off next time it's all right it's, it's you just showing people how busy you are and yet you make time for this so again I think it's, it's um, the, the term is busy fool, to be honest, mate. So, yeah, yeah, busy fool. I'm a busy fool. All right, then. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening. Hopefully we answered some questions uh, that you may have had uh, and uh, look out for perhaps a, another episode down the line where we'll be talking again about uh, some of the, the new changes or new things happening at CrossFit Bar. So, uh, thanks again, Ollie, and uh, see you all next week. Thanks, Jace. We appreciate you, mate. Thank you.